can it really be time for yet another edition of Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things Podcast? A review of what we got done on our morning show, which you can hear every weekday morning, 5.30 to 10 on Planet 93.9. Is it is it true? Is it like it was? Is this really happening? Yes, it is. We're about to get into the Top 5 Things podcast, which is brought to us by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. We should remind you that Nature's Treatment of Illinois is the only locally owned dispensary. Damn straight! Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg both are open seven days a week. Both dispensaries offer recreational cannabis, and Milan offers medicinal, including topicals for localized pain. Let's get into it with number one. Number one. One. Number one. Number one. Number one. And this should be obvious. Okay, number one. Number one. 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 I'm going to ask you a question. If you're not comfortable uh, answering, just just give me a, a, a wave. Okay. Have you ever dated an idiot? Have you ever been with somebody that you realized was not smart? Dated an idiot. I have to imagine you're a pretty bright guy. I have to imagine that, that you've... You haven't had anyone that you've been with where you realized, oh, boy, this is not a smart person. You know, uh, pretty to look at and seems nice enough, but hmm, I don't know. Dated an idiot. I don't think so. I'm looking here at a subreddit where people are sharing the moment they realized they were dating somebody who was a dummy. I don't know that I would have had that big a problem with it. <laughs> It'd probably be a relief. <laughs> I mean, depending on what they were idiotic about. Well, this is the thing. These are the kind of things where, I mean... It, this could very yeah. well be the stupidest person on the face of the earth. I'm not saying somebody that you have a disagreement with, where you're like, well, what you think is stupid. I mean, actual bona fide dumb. Uh, let me give you some examples. These are, again, people who chronicle the moment they realize. The exact moment. They can pinpoint the exact moment yeah, they realize. they've got scientific proof. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that, that it's time to move on because you are with somebody who is not the brightest uh, knife in the jar. <laughs> I love that uh, time-tested saying. <laughs> I uh, knew it was time to break up because she thought that rust was one of the chemical elements. You know, like oxygen, uh-huh. neon, silver, uranium, and rust. I knew it was time to either move on or, or just resign yourself to the fact that you're with somebody stupid. Uh, they, they were curious about how much fat was in water. Can I, can I go ahead and have this bottle of water, or is there a bunch of fat in it? I dated a girl in high school, this next one says. I dated a girl in high school, and she was generally very bright. We were at the mall one day looking at one of those big maps of the mall directory. She asked me how the map knew where we were standing. Dumbfounded, I asked her to clarify, and she pointed at the point on, on the star on the map that said, you are here, and asked how the map knew. I explained that the map was where we were standing, and we are reading it after 10 minutes of trying to explain. Well, there's she that, still didn't get it. There's that one video of uh, someone's asking, uh, asking them, if you drove 60 miles an hour, mm-hmm. how many miles would you go in an hour? How many miles would you travel in an hour if yeah. you were going 60 miles an hour? Yeah. And they were like, they were like, <laughs> A hundred? My best friend had a boyfriend one time that refused to drink water because he said water was unhealthy and water is what causes cancer. His solution was that he only drank soda or diet soda all day every day. Where do you get that idea? You know, we're made mostly of soda. (laughs) And, uh, they don't want you to know that. They, a lot of people don't want you to know this, mm-hmm. but you know, most of the uh, Earth's surface is covered in pop. This is when you knew you were dating somebody really uh, exceptionally stupid. He got dicey fajitas from Chili's, got food poisoning, 
And then he ate the leftovers. <laughs> stupid! You're so stupid! Well, he maybe he thought he was immune to it at that point. I built up some sort of tolerance. <laughs> and they are tasty. Uh, boyfriend. What are dicey fajitas? Oh, dicey, like, okay, dicey. Yeah, a little dicey. A little dicey. Yeah, yeah. He thought cutting the umbilical cord determined penis length. He legit thought it was the doctor's fault for cutting it too short if a man had a smaller uh, penis and didn't realize that the cord was what caused people to have belly buttons. He didn't think girls had an umbilical cord to cut at all when they were born. Wow. Oh, boy. My ex would only drink whole milk because when he saw 2% milk, he thought, well, what's the other 98%? He thought he was a genius. I'm getting a much better deal. <laughs> My ex was a 40-something woman who asked, is duck an animal? And everyone in the room just got real quiet and looked at each other. Is duck an animal? Are blueberry plants something you put in your garden? I once dumped a guy because he didn't know what color red and yellow make when they're mixed together. It was a question on that TV show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Uh-huh. And when I asked him to just take a wild guess, he goes, I don't know, purple? That's when I knew we were done. Yeah, I don't know that necessarily any of these, I don't know if these are deal breakers. My ex asked me, what kind of animal is Mickey Mouse? And I just kept saying back, say that again, but slower. When I found out my ex didn't know what order the months go in, I asked him to learn. He got mad and said no, and that it wasn't something he was interested in learning. (laughs) After homecoming in high school, we went for pizza. She wanted to try a vegetarian diet. Uh And as we were selecting the toppings, she asked me, is there meat and mushrooms? Wow. I once briefly dated a dude who thought sweetened coffee had zero calories because the sugar has dissolved, so it's not there. (laughs) My ex-girlfriend said playing basketball makes you taller. Her proof was all the tall people playing (laughs) basketball. (laughs) How much more proof do I need? (laughs) (laughs) Exhibit A B, C, D (laughs) We were talking about dinosaurs And my ex was shocked to hear that they were real Then he proceeded to ask me If they really breathed fire He thought dinosaurs (laughs) and dragons were the same thing Yeah I had an ex when he missed his daily medication He would throw it out instead of just saving it for the next day so he'd get rid of that day's medication? Yeah, it's not good anymore, I guess. Why don't you just go ahead and take it at that point? Well, exactly. My ex said he'd make pancakes. He then proceeded to put the dry powder directly in the hot pan. <laughs> what if this was all the same person? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. I had an ex-girlfriend that didn't understand you actually have to pay for what you spent on credit cards. Like the credit (laughs) amount she had was supposed to be her monthly limit, and it just resets every month. So you never pay off the credit card. Wow. Yeah, see, now that's that's a situation. That's, That's troubling. I had a partner who stacked cups when putting them in the dishwasher. (laughs) One on top of the other, huh? I had an ex-girlfriend who asked me if I could name all 52 states. And finally, I introduced my ex-boyfriend to my stepsister, and he said, weird, you guys look nothing alike. Struggling. Yeah, these are moments where you know that maybe, uh, maybe this isn't meant to be.
Number two. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Number two. 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 We, of course, play alternative music here on Planet 93.9. We also love to offer alternative points of view. These are folks who have unpopular opinions. Or so they think. Well, I know there's one at least that's going to enrage you. You might get actually triggered by one of these, Darren. Okay. Unpopular opinions. Some of these are just opinions. Some of them wildly unpopular. If you have an unpopular opinion you'd like to share with the group, uh, the text line should be on your mobile device and your FM radio right now. Uh, 563-223-8355. Pickles ruin hamburgers. To be fair, I hate pickles in general. But they completely overpower the taste of any burger they are on with a horrid vinegar flavor. It's so strong, I usually have to send a pickle burger back or else I just can't enjoy it. To give an idea of how bad I think pickles on hamburgers are. Let me if I was it. suddenly a dictator and abusing my power, my main abuse would be outlawing pickles on burgers. If I was a dictator, if I ruled the world, this is what I would do. I don't, I don't need pickles on all my hamburgers. Yeah, I, I order it without pickles. Although... But if they're there, that's fine. I might rethink that. My, growing up, Mom used to make us eat the pickle on the hamburger because her argument was, your body needs that vitamin C. And, and now, now I'm wondering if maybe she's right. Yeah. I think the next hamburger I get, I will have a pickle on it. And a tomato? And lettuce? I've never had a problem with tomatoes or, or lettuce on uh, and an hamburger onion? sandwich. Now you pushed it too far. Uh, a couple more fast food-related unpopular opinions. This one says restaurants should give you one glove along with napkins when you're eating messy foods. A rubber glove or a surgical glove? This is mainly for foods that you can eat with one hand, like sauced wings or seafood boils or loaded fries anything seafood boils <laughs> anything that you don't need utensils for a glove just makes for super easy cleanup assuming you only use your free hand for something like your napkin to wipe your mouth or taking a sip of your drink then after your meal you should just be able to throw away the glove and actually be use those thin antibacterial hand wipes that they have at the table all without having to scrub under your nails in the bathroom for what seems to me like five minutes. Okay, so we're not talking about even uh, going through the drive-thru. No. You're talking well, about actually sitting down and eating it. Yeah, I think if you're at the drive-thru, this person would argue if you're getting wings. Or, or a seafood boil. Or a seafood boil. or I mean, you can get loaded fries at a, at a drive-thru. I've done that. And then you think, oh, no, what do, what do I do here? Usually they have a utensil for you, though, right? Unpopular opinion, Wendy's stinginess with sauces is worse than McDonald's ice cream machine and just as worthy of a class action lawsuit. I'm going to sue somebody. <laughs> Punitive damages. Sue everybody. As many of you might be familiar, it's a standard policy of most fad food, food places to only give out two sauces per item, regardless of the size of the item. And often they remove the ability to request sauces for other items, such as fries, that, by the way, are absolutely eaten with sauces. Wendy's stinginess on sauces often results in not receiving any sauces at all, even when you specifically request them. Unlike the ice cream machines, which is a result of a much more convoluted relationship between McDonald's and the manufacturers of the ice cream machines, the deprivation of sauces to customers is the result of direct action by managers and assistant managers at individual restaurants, and the price of sausage is already built into the price you pay for your fries and your nuggets, etc. Wow. So customers are paying for the service that they are being denied as opposed to simply being unable to pay for a service that's not available. All three fast food chains are guilty of this, but I'm particularly angry at Wendy's due to them just messing up my dinner order both due to this sauce policy and giving my delivery driver the wrong Frosty. Because in my opinion, Wendy's congealed ranch is superior to McDonald's watery buttermilk 
and their nuggets and fries do not pair well with a Hidden Valley Ranch. Boy, that is putting a lot of thought into this. That is that is a that's a manifesto, is what that is. That's not an unpopular opinion. That's something they find after you've committed your crimes. Yeah, that might be a bomb maker. Unpopular opinion. I think hot dogs should be at more fast food places. I've never understood why McDonald's, Burger King don't have hot dogs, but they have other non-burger foods like chicken nuggets. The only chain I know that does hot dogs is Sonic, and they're just terrible. The bun has, like, zero composition and is way too soft. I want a hot dog, and I don't want to have to make it at home. I'll tell you what, people... I want to sit in my car and eat a hot dog. People have problems. I don't know. know. I don't know how we get through the day. I really don't. (laughs) I don't. I have no idea how we make it. How many days have I been alive? <laughs> There's, it's possible there are people with bigger problems, huh? Oh, yeah, over 21,000 days? Yeah. How have I done it? <laughs> it's a mar- How have a, I done it? What a marvel. What a miracle. <laughs> what a miracle I what am. A, what a hero. Unpopular opinion. Leather furniture sucks. I don't understand why people love leather furniture so much and think it's considered a luxury or nice in any way. You know what? I agree with this one. I know someone that got a real nice fabric couch for free, but they made their husband get rid of it because it wasn't leather. I know people who won't even consider getting a car unless it has leather seats. When it's cold, your leather gets freezing and uncomfortable to sit on, especially if any of your skin happens to touch it. So then you have to cover it in soft blankets. Anyway, to avoid your body actually touching the leather. When it's hot, any part of your skin that touches it instantly starts sweating, and it sticks to you. So basically, you have to peel yourself off at the end. Fabric or cloth furniture is good all year round. Too hot? Still fine. Too cold? Still perfectly fine. Any temperature at all? Good and comfy all year round. Yeah, I agree with that one. I wouldn't want a leather couch. I know many people's arguments is that leather couches are better for pets. Well, I own two dogs, and they're both heavy shedders, and they spend a lot of time in my cloth seat car and in my cloth couch. And yeah, it gets hairy, but that's why they made vacuum cleaners. Leather couches can also get hairy and stained and worn over time. So I don't really see how this pet thing is an excuse to give up being comfortable in your own home. You're on board with that one, huh? Yeah, I'm just... I. It's not anything I would get. Here's the one you're not going to be on board with. Unpopular opinion. Doodle dogs are so ugly. (laughs) I can't stand any golden doodle, labradoodle, you name it. If it ends in doodle, nine out of ten times, it's absolutely hideous. (laughs) Look, I'm sure they're sweet and potentially hypoallergenic. I don't own dogs, so I'm not 100% sure on that. But man, oh, man, are doodle dogs ugly. No, Uh, out-of-control gross fur when not groomed, ugly when groomed. Don't even get me started on their human-like stare. (laughs) They they look at you like they know all your secrets. (laughs) I swear these things are not from planet Earth. All right, when they're a puppy. But once they grow into a doodle, it is game over. (laughs) Out of all the breeds of dogs people can have, Uh they choose this specific one. Uh Even the crusty white dogs with the brown gunk on their eyes Uh are cuter than these monstrosities. Oh, boy. I don't have any dogs, but... Last unpopular oh, opinion. Oh, they know all your secrets. They stare at you like they know all your secrets, and it's freaking me out. Our last unpopular opinion, and I will say, I believe this one, out of all the unpopular opinions we've shared, this might be the most. This, I mean, you know how we, we rank them on a scale of one to five? Put me down as a five for this, all right? Okay. Their unpopular opinion is simply this. I like the taste of orange juice right after you brush your teeth. I don't hate it. Really? Yeah. 
They say, I actually prefer the taste of grapefruit juice more, but grapefruit affects the medications I take in the morning. It's just such a strange mixture, and my tongue gets weirdly numb because of how bad it tastes, and I like that. (laughs) I know it's not good for your teeth, but still, I like the taste of orange juice right after you brush your teeth. I'm okay with it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. I get that. It's interesting how... Things have, when you combine them, they, they have their own, th- a totally different thing going on. Yeah. It's like if you have a peanut butter sandwich and chicken noodle soup, there's a certain synergy that goes on. Really? Yeah. See, for me, the thing is, it's always a matter of, I, I never, it's never on purpose. It's just, oh, orange juice, great. I love orange juice. Yeah. And then you take a sip and you realize, I brushed my teeth 30 seconds ago. Yeah. What is wrong with me? It's, a, it's, like a, it's almost like a practical joke that I play on myself every time it happens. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I hate that. Why do I not remember that I hate that? Yeah, I don't hate it. You don't? No. Would you say that you love it, though? I don't know about loving it. You can agree with me. I mean, the, the term they use is love. That's an unpopular opinion. Again, some of these are, are just opinions. I think there should be gloves, a single glove handed out, like I'm Michael Jackson at the seafood boil, fast food restaurant. That's one thing. But loving orange yeah. juice and, and yeah. toothpaste together, I don't, I don't get it. No, and doodles are adorable. Of course they are. But they do look at your eyes. <laughs> like they know your secrets? No, well, they... I've, I've spent a decent amount of time staring into a doodle's eyes. Yeah. Not like a doll's eyes. No, not like a doll's eyes. Like a human that knows has got dirt on you. Three. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 Florida story. This one. Florida. This one comes to us from uh, Boca Raton, where a woman claims she had a nervous breakdown after a French bakery called her a cake thief. A cake thief? That's the worst thing you can call a person. (laughs) I might have a breakdown. I've had a nervous breakdown on account of these false accusations of cake thievery. Reading here an article in the Miami New Times. My favorite story about cakes ever, though, is when the woman punted the one. Tell the story. Wasn't she upset about something that uh, someone made a cake at a, at a grocery store for or you a know, bakery? That woman was a pioneer in the field of carroting. Yeah, she right. She was really a Karen before yes. that was a term. She was unhappy with the cake, so she dropped it and punted it. Punted like, it? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember that was, I just, that was in Ohio, right? That was in Florida. I just, I have... What I think it sounds like in my head, mm-hmm. just a thump, right? Because we have the close, ca- close circuit TV footage of her doing it, but there's no sound. No, but it's just got to be thump. She just was not happy with the birthday cake, and so she decided to. I'm not putting up with this. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm so much better than this. I deserve so much more than this. I'm not doing it. Not today. Um. Was it Mi- it was Michigan? Okay. Yeah, at a Kroger, this woman drop kicked the uh, the cake. Not drop kick, punted. If you drop kick it, it would basically mean it would just stick to the. Fo- You'd have to like it hit the floor and then you just kind of like put it t- make it like a. Did she stomp on the cake afterwards too? Why not? Why was she not happy with this? Bloomfield Township Police. This is this is back in 2016 when life was, was a lot simpler. 2016. Uh huh. Yeah, this was during the uh, just the, the term they use podcast is, days. The term they use here is dropkick, but I I you're right. That's not what a dropkick is. No, a dropkick. I mean, she dropped it and kicked it, but that's not what a dropkick is. No, she punted it. Unhappy with her custom birthday cake, in frustration, she dropkicked the cake and then stomped on it in front of employees before storming out of the store. The incident happened around 2 p.m. on a Saturday when she arrived to pick up a Batman versus Superman birthday cake 
from the bakery section of a Kroger on Telegraph Road in Bloomfield Township, Michigan. The woman, not named by police, was not satisfied with the decoration on the cake, so she went behind the bakery counter in an attempt to fix it herself. Move. Move. This is from the Detroit Free Press. It reads, Employees who could not have known what was to follow told the woman she could not be behind the counter and had to step away. This only seemed to make her angrier. She carried the cake back around to the front of the counter, then drop-kicked it, said the Kroger manager. The action caused pieces of cake and frosting to be strewn about the bakery section of the store. She was yelling that they ruined her seven-year-old's birthday cake. She then left the store quickly, kicking over a wet floor sign on her way out. And I don't like this here either. Oh, God. When police interviewed the woman, she acknowledged she was upset about the lackluster decoration, which was not as she expected. Is a seven-year-old really going to make that big a fuss about it? She rejected the notion that she drop-kicked the cake and told police that it had accidentally slipped out of her hand. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what happened. Uh Now, this woman in this story, this is down in Florida again. Let's uh, recalibrate. The Miami New Times has the story. It says, Margarita Schiappen could not escape the rumors. As she made her way around South Florida, she heard rumblings that she had perpetrated an egregious crime. Wait a minute. Are the people are talking about me? Her 12-year-old daughter was taunted by other children in a gymnastics club, she says, while world traveled fast that she was responsible for an act of thievery. In a lawsuit filed in Palm Beach County, Scappin claims that she could not pin down who was spreading the rumors until she stepped foot back in the Paris Morning Bakery there in Boca Raton. I'm back! Posters of her, as if she were a wanted fugitive, were plastered all around the cash register, declaring her to be a, all capital letters, CAKE THIEF! The accusation stemmed from a past tiff between her and the establishment over a mocha-flavored confectionery brought upon debilitating stress and anxiety that led her to be hospitalized for shortness of breath. I can't, and, I can't breathe. And elevated heart rate the following day. She is now demanding damages from the bakery for counts of defamation and infliction of emotional distress, claiming that the posters that were put up at the bakery damaged her reputation and caused her family's jewelry business to suffer loss in revenue. The lawsuit states, quote, the defendant through its employees, allowed the publication of false and defamatory defamatory written statements about the plaintiff, framing her as a thief to be knowingly and purposely published by the defendant's employee in its shop window. This whole feud began back in January. Now, Scampin says she was at the Boca Raton Bakery when she purchased a delectable mocha cake for $29, but then realized the employee had given her the wrong product. She says the employee could not simply switch the cakes and instead suggested issuing a refund and charging her again for the desired morsel. Not wanting to cause more trouble or run the risk of being charged twice, she decided to keep the original cake, and the employee told her not to worry about proceeding with more transactions or refunds. After the rumors spread around the community and Scappin returned to the bakery, she discovered the staff had hung photos labeling her a cake thief next to its register, along with a receipt stating her full name, some of her credit card information, and a public notice about the kerfuffle. Even though I took the cake you told me to go ahead and take? Yes. And not worry about the rest of it? Yes. Oh, that's no good. I mean, it sounds like the kind of situation where, okay, you have the cake, you realize it's the wrong cake, you bring it back, we can't sell that cake to anybody right. now that you've taken it. You go ahead and have it's it. It's our mistake, so here's the cake you ordered, and... Uh, let's man- not worry about that other But case. management's going to allow you to put up posters? The poster says here, quote, This Karen thief stole a cake from us at 5 p.m. on January 22nd, 2023. When an employee tried to explain that our refunds don't show up in statements immediately, she got angry, refused to believe the employee, took the cake, and left while her cake was already refunded. 
She was very impatient when the employee was trying to figure out how to do a refund receipt. Instead of waiting, she ran off with the cake. One of these stories is true. Yeah, They're they, yeah. wildly different. Yeah, they are. An employee of the bakery tells the Miami New Times that images taken from scalping social media were used to produce the posters. So they went on Facebook to find pictures of her and use those pictures to put on these picture, on the posters that they put all over the bakery, labeling her a cake thief. Because, like, yeah, how do they get these pictures of her? She's, like, smiling in the picture. This isn't a surveillance camera. Materials featuring Scappin were distributed amongst Paris Morning's numerous bakery locations in South Florida. One employee says it's like a thing across our stores. They actually printed a bunch of different themes of her and then gave it to our stores in case she comes back. Is this the best idea? I mean, it's a cake, man. A second employee who is a manager of the bakery says that this whole thing could have been avoided if she had just been more patient during a busy time at the store. Quote, she didn't see the refund on her credit card and said she was just going to take the cake. If she would have waited for two minutes for the employee to text me to figure out how to print a refund receipt, she would have gotten it. But she was rushing the employee and not being patient, not being very understanding. She claims in the lawsuit that in the aftermath of all of this, when she reached out to the bakery, a staffer laughed at her request to remove the posters. Wow. She says that after confirming the store did process her refund, she gave her credit card to a friend who visited the bakery to pay for the cake that she had taken with her. Bakery employees say the posters have now been taken down from the public areas, but they might have a couple up in the back room. Quote, they're not really for customers to see anymore. You got them in the break room. We're not taking them all the way down. I don't know, man. I don't know. It seems like these are stories that are so absolutely contrary to each other. Yeah. I'm willing to believe one, but not the other. Yeah. Where does the the truth fall? Mm Mm-hmm. I've been labeled a cake thief. I've been hospitalized with these accusations. I don't know, man. If if you're in a hospital because somebody calls you a cake thief, that's that's a lot, right? My, My life is over. Everyone thinks I steal cake. I'm not a cake thief. They told me it was no big deal. But also, cake thief, I'm a pie person. <laughs> I don't even like cake. Four. 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 I honestly don't remember a time in my life mm-hmm. when I wasn't wearing this gorgeous hat. I don't either. Thank you again, Jason. This is, uh, it. it's everything. It's just everything. I feel like for the first time in my life, I make sense. You're like two inches taller. I, I feel like I'm presenting myself as the most authentic version of myself with this White Sox captain's hat. It's, it's just, I'm getting emotional. I said I wasn't going to cry on the air, and I'm not going to. But thank you again. Now, this the is, Sox have the day off. Thank God. Should you be wearing the hat when they don't play? Yeah. Well, it's more about me than them. Let's go, 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 White Sox! Yeah, no, this is this is this hat's not about them. This is about me. But also to a larger extent them. I don't know, we're filming in a brood segment later on today, and you suggested that I not only wear this to when I film brood, but maybe put a bug in the the, the ear of Channel 8 that we bring back Captain Ernie's Playhouse. Exactly. And let's I just, can and I can be Captain Ernie. Just, we, Let's just transition Brood into, yeah. I don't think it would. Captain Ernie. I've been lobbying for years for us to show cartoons during Brood. Yes. Yes. Yes, we've had enough with the beer. We get it. We get it. So now we'll go to a brewery and we'll watch cartoons. And we've got a treasure chest and we're going to draw a prize. Welcome to Brood and Cartoon. Send in your postcard. (laughs) Do I do like romper room stuff? 
Yes. Let's see who I can see drinking beer right now. Oh, I see Matt is drinking. And, and Tony is drinking. And Darren is drinking a Keystone Light. And as opposed to being Big Papa. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Your new nickname? Yes. You know who you are? Who am I? Your socks. Like Socks the Cat. Hello. I'm Socks. No, I, I, that's, I'm going to stop you there because I do love it when they call me Big Papa. Yeah. I'm not getting rid of that. Let's not get rid of everything. Like Socks the Cat. No, just... just. Hi, Socks. You, 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 <laughs> you took it too far, man. You took it too far. Now we're going to see a, a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Romper, stomper, romper, brew. Huh? It all makes sense. Romper Room, Captain Ernie's Playhouse, and Brood, all in one package. And now that I've got this hat, I can pull it off, you see. And then you can have like some sort of like some like a like a stein that has a brew in it and it's like, you know, it's got the it's uh, bubbling and whatever. Uh-huh. And then when you take it, take a drink of it, your eyes start to spin <laughs> and then all of a sudden you can see into the TV world the people that are watching. No, you got that... like kaleidoscope eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome it's to the psychedelic cartoon show. Right. That this man is hosting for some gonna reason. Take, I'm gonna at take six a, o'clock on a Saturday night. I'm gonna take a swig <laughs> off of this, kids, and then I'm gonna see who's who's uh, sitting in front of the TV because I can see things. How about instead of taking a sip of a beer, there's just a brown paper bag that I start huffing out of. <laughs> well, you can do that too. Okay, kids. I think I'm seeing another Good. episode. Better. <laughs> Let's see what Heckle and Jekyll are up to. <laughs> just, just set it up so it's like blue velvet. And I'm just taking hits. All right, kids. Don't you look at me. Look at this Bugs Bunny cartoon. Instead, don't look at me. Look at Wally Gator. Number five. 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 Number five. We have time for a quick good advice segment, don't we? See. Let's do it. And that was good advice. Good advice. Good advice costs nothing and it's worth the price. I sincerely doubt that the world could do without my good advice. These are three different people who have questions and they need answers. And rather than talking to their friends about it, uh-huh. they write a letter or type an email to an advice column and hope they get a response. Uh huh. Is it okay for me to spit in the sink while I'm washing the dishes? <laughs> Why? What is the matter with you? I often do the evening kitchen cleaning and dishwashing for our household, and I do a thorough job. Mm, yeah. While working at the sink, I often wish to spit in the drain, but I hesitate. You mean the drain that you're washing the dishes in or the other drain? What other drain? You got two, you got two sides. Oh. oh, I see what you're saying. You know? I often wish to spit in the drain, but I hesitate, wondering if this is appropriate. When I do spit, I am careful, and it goes directly into the drain so it doesn't contaminate the sink at all. I'm uncomfortable, though. What are could you, you please, doing? Could you please comment on the etiquette of this action? What? That's insane! If you do this, if you do this... Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Yes. Just... Yes. We don't need to know... Everything that goes on. No. Why? Why? Why do you have to spit? I. It seems like they're really troubled by their decision to spit or not spit in the sink. So, again, they do spit or they want to spit. It seems like they do because they, they do say, spit. They say, "I often wish to spit, but I hesitate, wondering if it's appropriate." But when I do spit, I'm careful, and it goes directly in the drain. Right, so the, there is spitting going on. Yes. Are they spitting in the drain that you're washing the dishes in or the other the other side? I, I've given you all the information that I have. Okay. All right. Uh, well, what, what I, is, I, and, I, and I don't know that it makes that much of a difference. Yeah, what what does our professional say? Well, they wrote Miss Manners. And I'm wondering what, miss, what would Miss well, Manners Well, Miss Manners is not gonna fall on is gonna tell you what you want to hear. 
Miss Manners suggests that you continue rightfully hesitating until you are safely in the bathroom behind firmly closed and locked doors with the water running loudly. To hide the fact that you're going to spit? What kind of what? <laughs> what? If you're going to spit, turn the stereo up as loud as it goes so that nobody hears. We're just talking about spitting Spitting, here. yes. Just hawking a loogie in a sink. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Manners is not only not okay with it, but kicks it up a notch in terms of insanity. I need you to do it in a locked bathroom with the water running so no one hears it. This you're not, not going to care for some other things I considered doing in yeah, the sink. Yeah, I'm, I, what's going on in the shower? I can only hazard to guess. You don't want to know what goes on in the shower. This might be the rare example where the answer to the question is somehow more insane than the question itself. Yeah. Lock yourself in the bathroom and turn the sink on full blast so nobody hears you spit in the toilet? What? What? What, what are we... What? Maybe... Could someone just walk outside, maybe? And just go spit outside? Yeah, this is... What's with all this spitting, anyway? It just seems... I don't think so. Just seems like this is not a, a lot of drama over something that you really just kind of keep that to yourself. We're not talking about chewing tobacco. No, here. no, just uh, I see that drain and I'm overwhelmed with it. Just overwhelmed. A temptation with it. to spit right down the drain. Washing dishes makes me salivate <laughs> for some reason. I like to start the dishwashing by putting just a little bit of ivory dish soap on my tongue. Stop doing that. Is that wrong? Should I not do that? I like to wash my mouth out with soap. I have a and I, filthy mouth. And I don't cuss. <laughs> it's just something I do to keep uh, cavities at bay. Our second letter to an advice columnist begins, How can I prevent my sister from telling my fiancé I bought a fake diamond for her engagement ring? You follow that? Yeah. I proposed to my... Why did you tell your sister? Well, yeah, first off. I proposed to my amazing girlfriend, who we'll call Emily, last fall. She's not that amazing. I make decent money, but not great. And the cost of living in our area is high. When I picked out a ring for her, I checked with one of her friends to make sure it was something she'd like. But all the pictures her friend sent me were way out of my price range. Are you kidding me? So instead of getting her a tiny diamond, I got a larger imitation diamond that I thought would suit her taste better. And I was happier because it was cheaper. Emily loved the ring and showed it off to all of her friends. Uh She was excited, and I was happy I got her something she liked. I didn't tell her it wasn't a real diamond because I figure it didn't matter as long as she liked it. Well, I told my sister about the ring last week, and she is livid. She says, I'm lying to Emily, and she's threatening to tell her about the diamond if I don't. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Why does it matter as long as she likes it? And how do I get my sister to butt out? (laughs) Boy, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. The advice columnist for Slate advises the letter writer here to tell his fiance that the diamond's not real and find out more about her priorities. Quote, what your sister thinks is a, is a big deal is irrelevant, but what Emily thinks is a big deal matters to the both of you. And what you think is a big deal matters just the yeah. same. Someday she will find out. You might as well find out now. Well, I don't know a ton about imitation diamonds. Is it that hard to tell? I don't know. I mean, is it possible Emily shows the diamond to somebody in and her, her friend go. group, and then the friend goes, honey, this is not what you think it is. Yeah. Can you imagine the embarrassment of that? Yeah, I don't know that you want to put her through that. You are setting yourself up yeah, for... Yeah, you are. You are. Mm-hmm. Last one. Should I try to lower the pitch of my voice to make myself more attractive to women? <laughs> oh, oh. Don't. Don't. 
Hey, ladies. Uh, your diamond still shines. <laughs> is that an imitation diamond? No, wait. This, what? This is my real voice. My mom belongs to a social group for older women who don't get out much and socialize. <laughs> Shooting fish in a barrel. This group used to meet in person prior to the pandemic, but since the pandemic, they meet via a landline group phone call. I'd like to be in on this. It's a task that requires a phone operator to connect all of the participants. Anyway, apparently the women in the group have gone absolutely crazy for the male operator. Quite a few of them have developed crushes on him. On just the voice. They've never seen the guy in real life, but his voice on the phone is apparently so sexy sounding, it turns the women in the group on. Wow. Apparently being turned on by the speaking voice of certain individuals with sexy voices is quite common among people of all genders. I've done some research, and by that I mean Googling. <laughs> yeah, and a pair. Listen, that's the only research anyone does on anything. <laughs> so, so don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I've done some research, and by that I mean Googling, uh-huh. and apparently straight women find men with deep voices extremely attractive. The deeper the voice, the better. They apparently like men like this because it indicates a larger body size and more testosterone. Oh, boy. Celebrities like Benedict Cumberbatch and the late Alan Rickman are examples of such sexy voices. Did Alan Rickman have a deep voice? I want my detonators. I don't think so. Maybe I'm not remembering it right. Men, on the other hand, apparently prefer women with higher-pitched, breathy voices since it indicates a smaller body size and higher estrogen levels. I can definitely say for myself that I'm attracted to women with feminine speaking and singing voices. My last crush had a very sweet feminine sounding voice. I've started to do exercises to lower the pitch of my voice naturally (laughs) without straining my vocal cords. You think anyone can tell this isn't my real speaking voice? Paging Mr. Herman. (laughs) (laughs) My speaking voice is already fairly deep to begin with. Well, then, but I want to lower it even further naturally, so that I will sound extremely attractive to women. Mm. If I have the time, I'm either planning to join a choir or take vocal lessons, because apparently men who sing are extremely attractive to women. Wow! I might never sound like Frank Sinatra or another handsome crooner. But I don't want to strain my vocal cords. I want to make my voice sound as attractive as possible. Was Frank Sinatra known for having a deep singing voice? (laughs) You're stuck with the vocal cords you've had since puberty. But breathing exercises can make the sound more masculine without putting a strain on them. How much of a role does vocal attractiveness matter in relationships? Is it worth improving my voice to woo women? Or am I better off focusing on something else? Or maybe this is just a major insecurity of mine. Yeah, that's the thing. If I just had a lower voice, maybe then the dames would come knocking at my door. And I'm troubled, too, by the fact that this is something this guy picked up because his mom's on a party line with a bunch of older dames. That needs an operator? Well... They must be at a certain age where they can't figure out how to do a conference call. So they have this sweet-sounding gentleman who puts it together for them. And then they just talk about how hot in the cot they are for this guy that puts the phone call together for them. Oh, our operator is so sexy. Don't you find, Doris? Well, as you can imagine, uh, the uh, advice columnist in this case... Uh, says, yeah, this is an insecurity that you got to let go of. Quote, focusing on your sense of self-worth and being your best, most polished self and connecting with folks instead of trying to impress them or even flip uh, Evo psych attractive switches will go a lot further and more effectively than you know having a deep voice. Yeah, deep voice that you might slip out of from time to time. <laughs> right. And at the worst moment. <laughs> right. You're making out, and then your real voice comes out. 
What are you doing? Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's keep smooching, baby. Well, I think that was some good advice. Advice that uh <laughs> advice you problems that don't need to be problems. It's true. It's true. News you guys are making this tougher on yourself than it need to. Right. There's already enough actual things. There's actual things you need to deal with. <laughs> this is like uh, intramural problems. <laughs> it's like you're going looking for nothing. You're, you're going above and beyond to cause problems for yourself. <laughs> That's what we need. That's what you're doing. Instead of good advice, from now on, I want to call this segment intramural problems. Because, yeah. <laughs> Where's people, your T-shirt, you people, idiot? Yeah. People have enough struggles as it is, <laughs> legitimate ones, throughout the course of the day. Intermural uh, problem solving yeah. at its finest at websites and newspapers across this great country. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. That was Dave and Darren's top five things, huh? Not bad. And it was made possible thanks to Nature's Treatment of Illinois. Nature's Treatment has the largest menu in all of Illinois. Damn straight! True. They offer a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flour, vapes, edibles, so much more. If you're an Illinois resident, you might want to think about this. Sign up for their medical cannabis card through leafwell.com, and you can receive coupons and discounts. That's it for us. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent for the Quad Cities record spot, Davin Boy, yeah, we keeping it locked, Rock Island, come on, and it just don't stop, East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot, uh. hey, stick a fork in me, I am done, your time is up, stand clear of the closing doors, please.